At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hello and welcome to episode 904 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Another big day here in the arena. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Pretty decent weekend on the pod, guys. Highlighted by a huge Saturday. 5-2 and two overall, 4-2 and two in college football. Had some massive hits with, of course, number one. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. You know what it is, WVU, dog to fave, coming up absolutely massive for the team. And that came out on the heels of a huge Florida Gators, chomp, chomp, outright win, which we love to see. Also got some sharp moves that came through with Ohio and Missouri. Missouri, or Missouri, as I should say, had an epic walk-off 61 uh, 61 uh, yard uh, hit there, uh, field goal to walk it off, which was fantastic. Couldn't get Buffalo, they got rolled, and then Mississippi State couldn't come through either. But four and two college, we'll take it. And then also even better, how about a little bit of UFC fighting in the arena? Nice little hit there by Jack Della Madalena came through for the team. Remember that was an epic uh, fade the trendy dog public all over Holland. Yet line went to JDM. JDM uh, had a huge hit th- uh, win for us there, which was great to see. Now on Sunday, three and three. Uh, had some nice hits there with the Baltimore Ravens plus the points. Lamar Jackson now 11-1 and against the spread as a dog. Tennessee Titans came through uh, with a big win in overtime. Remember, that was a uh, sharp line move, plus three down to two and a half. And then the importance of money lining short favorites, the Atlanta Falcons, which are a play that we identified as uh, late sharp action in our direction. Remember, they actually closed all the way at minus three, so we really crushed that closing line. But they only ended up winning by one point. So why is that important? Because if you laid the points... You lost that bet, but we went money line, and again, the juice is always worth the squeeze, in my opinion, when it comes to money lining short favorites, because I want to win on a one point win. I don't want to lose if I lay a you know a two, two and a half, or a three, and the team wins by one. So always money line short favorites. You love to see it. Now it was really frustrating to me were two games in particular. Now it wasn't the Jaguars. I like that play three and a half. 
Uh, again, was a, a big contrarian spot there. The Kansas City Chiefs won and covered, couldn't get that one. But in particular, the Vegas Raiders and my Patriots. Now, the Vegas Raiders, they ended up closing at 7.5. We got plus 8.5. They got absolutely demolished. So it's always frustrating to me. Obviously, bad beats are probably the worst part of sports betting. But the other worst part of sports betting is when you pick off a number early, you anticipate the move correctly, you got a great number, you beat the closing line, and then the team doesn't show up for you. And then to make matters worse, how about my Patriots? Did you guys see what the Patriots closed that last night? They closed at plus one and a half. We got a plus three. I mean, that thing was so sharp. Yet, of course, my Patriots, uh, where have you gone? Not Joe DiMaggio, but Tom Brady. Uh, New England uh, turns its lonely eye to you. I mean, it's just brutal nowadays. Patriots mistake after mistake after mistake. Uh, and, again, that's, that's, I guess, life after Tom Brady. Belichick, to me, is losing his fastball, too, because this team is sloppy. Uh, really is just a, a pop-gun offense, as Rex Ryan calls it. Again, I, I'm a New Englander. I'm a Patriots fan. But that one really annoyed me because we beat the closing line, got a plus three, closed one and a half, and the Patriots lose and fail to cover that one. So what are you going to do, guys? Three and three with our NFL plays. But really it was that Saturday, uh, which was fantastic. I uh, also want to mention real quick, um, and we'll get to it in a second here, I have a four-pack for you guys. we got double header Monday Night Football. i got two bets for you. Uh, for the uh, bet on one on each game here tonight. And then I got two bets in Major League Baseball. And then also I have four uh, games here already for NFL Week 3 that are catching my eye. So I might pick off some numbers early here today on a Monday. Uh, but just a recap of yesterday, I think the biggest story of the day was uh, overs. Overs got off to, what, an 8-1 and one start. So definitely some regression there after unders went 12-4 and four Week 1. But kind of continuing our theme here of uh, number one leaning on dogs. Dogs had another good day. Uh, also, this is probably the, uh, the best thing you've ever seen or the worst thing you've ever seen, depending on that San Fran Rams game. Remember that was Rams plus seven and a half and meaningless, uh, McVay went for a field goal there to make it a seven point game. If you were on San Fran, you went absolutely nuts on that. If you're the Rams, you got the gift of the century on that one. But anyway, dogs are still continuing to bark here, guys. They're now 18 and 12 against the spread 60%. Uh, remember dogs had a uh, great week one there. Um, week one, let me just, uh, dial it up there. I want to say they were, uh, I think they were 10 and six ATS. They went eight and six ATS so far for this week. Uh, but really looking at late movement, this is something that I always hammer. And I think it's so important because, you know, kind of when, what, what we're doing as NFL betters is number one, trying to stay plugged in from open to current. So, uh, the, the early look headline, be conscious of the look headline. Is there an overreaction one way or the other? Then when the line is available to bet, what's the early move? How does it, you know, kind of uh, move throughout the week. And obviously we want to jump on some good numbers. Like for example, uh, you know, we were able to get a couple, you know, a Tennessee plus three, they're down to two and a half, uh, what they closed at. Same thing with Baltimore, three and a half, they get down to three. So even the Patriots and uh, the Raiders who were, uh, who were losers, we beat the closing line. So the whole point is, you know, throughout the week, you're trying to pick off uh, numbers and bet games and have games in pocket going to the weekend that hopefully you're beating the closing line on. But if you can't jump on the good numbers, if you've missed good numbers, if you don't have any bets throughout the week, then really lean on late movement. Late movement is so critical because that's when the big bets come in. The most information is available. The sharpest, biggest, biggest bets usually show themselves. So perfect example there, I'm kicking myself for not playing Seattle. Seattle at Detroit. I mean, throughout the week, that was Detroit laying five and a half pretty much all week. Gets down to five. It closed four and a half on game day. So that continued movement towards Seattle uh, told you that a lot of smart money there was coming in on the uh, Seahawks. They were obviously able to win out right here. I'll give you another one, Indy and Houston. Uh, Houston was pretty much, you know, minus one and a half for much of the uh, latter part of the week. 
They get down to one. Some books even got down toward a pick'em. Indiana, uh, Indianapolis Colts win that game outright. So that late movement is so important, so critical, and it can really tell you a lot um, about uh, about where that sharp sharp money is coming in late. And then obviously, you know, if you had the stomach to play Arizona, you know, they were five and a half down to five, four and a half. So that's another. Uh, late move play that also was able to cash. So the importance of late moves, again, are so critical. And, again, you want to kind of pick off good numbers if you can throughout the week. And if you don't have any of those, to me, you probably missed the boat and you might as well wait for that late movement to show itself on game day. So, anyway, guys, going to turn the page here. Let's finish up strong here for NFL Week 2. Got a doubleheader, as I mentioned. So I have a bet on both the Saints and Carolina game as well as the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game. Two MLB bets, and then we're going to look at NFL Week 3, some early numbers that are already moving. But before we dive in all of our sweats, real quick, housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. You hear me say it all the time, but I, I pound you with this every uh, podcast because I think it's an easy, quick, very basic thing to do to get more sports information in your life. Uh, you can sign up for the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Plug in your email, hit submit. Very simple. But then for free, every morning moving forward, you're going to get the newsletter. Uh, it's going to let you know all the big games on tap that day, links to all of the articles that our team of analysts are writing and focusing on, as well as promos for legal sports books. Also, shout out to uh, Jason Lattice, who does a great job with his NFL prop analyzer tool. He's off to a great start, 11-2, and two, uh, as well as uh, links to all of our articles, again, podcasts, promos for legal sports books, all included in the newsletter every morning. So just getting you know little nuggets. And even if you spend 60 seconds going through the newsletter, you might find one little thing that piques your interest or helps you to uh, to cash a bet. So that's an easy and, and very basic thing to do. Sign up for the newsletter. And then, of course, we'd love for you to become a VEASAN Pro member. You can sign up VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Once you become a Pro member, you're going to get everything we offer. And I would highly recommend getting the annual subscription. It's a full year for 240 bucks. I know it's a lot of money, but it's a pretty good value play because over the course of a full year, you're only playing the equivalent of 20 bucks a month. And you're going to get those best bet picks. Sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, as well as the great DraftKings percentages, letting you know bets and dollars on every game, as well as all of our betting guides. All included when you become a member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. And again, we need to be the first to know about things that could affect our bet, breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, all great aspects of Twitter. And make sure you follow the mothership, uh, VEASAN, at VEASAN Live. We pump out great sports betting content all day. You can also follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. So with that being said, as we turn the page here, literally and figuratively, as you, if you can hear that, turning the page to my, uh, my notebook here, all my secrets. It's, I was actually watching Waterboy. Uh, over the weekend, uh, just killing some time. I forgot how much I love Waterboy. I uh, remember Coach Klein. Uh, coach Klein, he has his notebook there, and uh, the other guy, uh, the, the the mean coach from the uh, bigger university, steals it from him. That's what I have. I got my notebook here with all my uh, all my plays and all my uh, scripts to my podcast. So uh, it's it's not Coach Klein's. It's it's, it's your boy's. Uh, um, it's your boy's notebook here. But anyway, random tangent, but just made me think of it. Uh, looking for our games tonight, guys. Finishing up NFL Week Three. Let's start off with. My favorite game of the night, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Now, I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers here, guys. You might have gotten a plus three. You might have gotten a two and a half. Uh, right now, you're looking at a plus two. If you can't get it, guys, you may want to grab it anyway because it looks like it may be getting down to one and a half. A lot of smart money here is going with Pittsburgh. 
Uh, if we kind of take a step back here, set the stage, the Browns are 1-0. and They beat the Bengals 24-3 in the opener. Remember, they was, that was a huge cash for us as a uh, super contrarian reverse line move play. Everyone uh, was on the Bengals, yet line fell to the Browns in that one, and they won outright as a one-point home dog. Meanwhile, the Steelers, the opposite. I played them. They were terrible. They got blown out by the 49ers. I don't know if that speaks more to how good the 49ers are, maybe so, or how bad the Steelers performed. But they're 0-1. They lost 30-7 to against San Francisco. Uh, did not cover as a one-and-a-half-point home dog. So what's interesting about this one, guys, is that the early look headline you know, before the season started was Steelers around minus one at home. But because the Steelers played so poorly in the opener and the Browns played so well, you know, public loaded up on the Cleveland Browns. It flipped this line all the way to Browns minus three. Uh, now, what's notable as well is that 76% bets, 79% money are on Cleveland. So if you walk into any bar here, of course, you know, everyone's going to be sweating the Browns in this one after they look so good in the opener and the Steelers look so bad in the opener. But here's the thing. Uh, all late movement is breaking toward the Steelers. When the Steelers reached plus three, you saw a heavy uh, wave of buyback hit the Steelers plus three, bringing it back down to two and a half. Uh, then it got down to two, and it was sitting at two this morning when I pumped out the morning bets pod, and I wrote the sharp report on vcin.com. Now, guys, I'm seeing it get down to maybe one and a half at some shops. So you love this late movement continuing to break toward Pittsburgh. Uh, just tells me that smart money is loading up on the Steelers here, so I want to be with that sharp action. But also, Steelers are checking off quite a few boxes. They've got the late movement in their favor. Also, they're an excellent bet against the public contrarian play. Only 24% of bets are on Pittsburgh. Again, this is just an auto bet to me, even regardless of, obviously, the uh, the line movement. You don't want to disregard that. It's very important. But just from a bet against the public standpoint, Steelers at home getting 24% of bets in a division spot. Great value there to back Pittsburgh and bet against the public. They're also matching a ton of betting systems. If you look at a buy low dog off a blowout loss versus a sell high uh, favorite off an upset win, that's just classic, uh, you know, kind of value based play. And again, week two is all about overreaction week. One team looked bad, you know, there's no way I can bet on them. They look terrible. One team looked great. There's no way I can bet against them. They look great. But again, what's the market doing? The market is breaking late toward the Steelers. Now, great system match as well would be a dog off a blowout loss of 20 points or more. I think the kind of the obvious you know mindset of the public would be, hey, you lose by 20 or more, you stink, you're terrible. There's no way you're going to come back and cover the next game. Uh, you're an auto fade. However, uh, those teams are actually some of the best teams to buy low on. Dogs off a blowout loss of 20 points or more. They're 92 and 56 against the spread, 62% since 2018. So they've done very well here. Also, primetime dogs, not as great as they were to start last year. I think they're two and three now. Uh, with my Patriots uh, failing to come through. That's now 0-2 ATS for my Pats in primetime. Um, but anyway, I guess the first game wasn't primetime. Uh, it was 4 o'clock game. But anyway, primetime dogs, they're still great since 2020. 94-66 ATS, 59%. And this is kind of a classic primetime dog, unpopular. Again, only 24% bets. Also, divisional dogs, again, love this angle. When two teams from the same division play each other, always look toward that dog because of the built-in familiarity. You know your opponent. You know what to expect. You have experience versus the opposing coaching staff, opposing players, the stadium you know pretty well. All these little factors level the playing field, lead to tighter scoring games. We saw, obviously, the Ravens come through in a division game for us yesterday. But those divisional dogs, they're 170 and 128 against the spread, 57% since 2020. And even better, Mike Tomlin. Great as a dog, 51 and 28 against the spread, 65%, including 15 and 5 ATS, 75% as a home dog. Again, didn't come through week one, but historically it's been a good angle to back uh, Tomlin as a dog. And I did see, I want to, 
I think I'm quoting it right, but I feel like I saw a tweet that the Steelers have won 20 straight Monday night football games. So I'm hoping that continues here tonight. And also Pittsburgh, you know, could be a teaser play here. If you're worried about, if you're worried about, you know, missing the three or the two and a half, you could take them two up to eight. Uh, so that goes through multiple key numbers, the classic Wong teaser. Now keep eye on the total as well. Uh, obviously to me, it's these primetime unders are nothing. This under looks pretty sharp. It opened at some shops as high as 43 and a half. Got, it's now down to 30, uh, 38 and a half. It was 38 this morning, so it just ticked up a little bit here. Uh, but it is contrarian. You know, only 45% bets, but 57% money is on the under. And primetime unders, obviously, they're off to a great start. Uh, so far this season, primetime unders are now 4-1. Uh, and they are, since 2019, they're 126 and 81, 61%. And also an outdoor divisional under. Uh, this is a system that I kind of was... Um, I was kind of brushing up on again, but those divisional unders we love because of the built-in familiarity leads to lower scoring games, benefit to the defense, but outdoor divisional unders, even better. They're 6-2 and two so far this year. They're 84-53, and 53, 61% uh, since, when was that, since 2021. So it's a lean for me on the under. You know, I had someone tweet me saying uh, maybe you tease up Cleveland, or sorry, tease up Pittsburgh plus 2 to plus 8. You take that total 38.5 up to, what, 44.5 and take the under. Uh, definitely not a bad idea that uh, idea there, but guys, I'm going with Pittsburgh. This is a play that I've kind of had circled on my uh, on my live odds page for all you know all week, and I think it's a good opportunity here to take the Steelers plus two. Again, two and a half really aren't available anymore. I did find a straggler a two and a half this morning that was still around, uh, but a lot of those are now gone. It looks again like maybe maybe even getting down to one and a half. So I'm rooting for anyone on the under, but for me guys, this is a Pittsburgh Steelers play, the ultimate buy low, sell high week two. Uh, kind of a kind of contrarian opportunity play on the Pittsburgh Steelers. So let's go Steelers. I got a two and a half. Again, you're looking at around a plus two right now with Pittsburgh. Then to the other Monday night football doubleheader. And I tell you what, guys, I'm getting flashbacks to the COVID days. Uh, those were rough times, but um, do you remember those games where they had like doubleheaders on Monday games on Tuesday, you know, you had Wednesday games. So kind of love the fact that we get this doubleheader here tonight. Although I would love a seven o'clock game and a 10 o'clock game. That way I don't have to have, you know, two games going at once. But anyway, uh, New Orleans and Carolina, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time game uh, coming, up, coming up about an hour before the Cleveland Pittsburgh game. Uh, but um, kind of a spoiler alert, I got to take Carolina, guys. It's so gross. It's so disgusting. Uh, it looks so terrible. That's kind of the reason why I like it. I'm on plus three Carolina. Let me set the stage for this one real quick. You have the Saints 1-0. They beat the Falcons 16-15 to in week one. Didn't cover as a three-point home favorite, luckily, because uh, we were on Titans in the points in that one. On the flip side, Panthers 0-1. They fell to the Falcons 24-10. Lost as a uh, and failed to cover as a three-and-a-half-point road dog. So it's notable about this one. It kind of reminds me a lot of the Buffalo Bills and the Jets game, uh, the game that Aaron Rodgers got hurt in. Because uh, it's a primetime game where it's not really a sharp play on Carolina, like it wasn't really a sharp play on the Jets, but it's a value play. Uh, off of off of a contrarian inflated line. So what I mean by that is, you know, just like the Bills and Jets game where the Bills opened one and a half, it got up to like three. Same sort of thing here. This was uh, New Orleans Saints opened around a one and a half point road favorite. Obviously, because the Saints, um, you know, won and the Panthers lost and failed to cover, it's an automatic Saints play. You're currently getting 81% of bets laying the points with New Orleans. This heavy betting has pushed the New Orleans Saints all the way up to minus three. What's notable to me is that it doesn't seem to want to go to three and a half. Again, key numbers are so critical because you got to think about the odds makers. They have so much money riding on these games. 
you know, whether they drop a number from three to two and a half or three up to three and a half, that's such a swing in money based upon who's got, you know, what part, what side of the key number. So they're very conscious of moving, you know, through or, you know, hitting a key number and going back the other way. And it looks to me like there's some resistance on this Carolina plus three. I do see a couple books that are New Orleans minus three, minus 115. I was considering, hey, should you wait it out and maybe try to get the hook on Carolina if it's able to get up that high? But for whatever reason, despite this 81% bets on the New Orleans Saints, I really don't want to go to three and a half. It's pretty much still hanging three here. That tells me there's liability and a reluctance on the part of the house to hand out the hook to Carolina betters, even though it's so popular and so lopsided toward New Orleans. So again, to me, it's a value play. You're buying low off the opener at one and a half. Now you're getting three. And it's just an ugly, gross hazmat contrarian play, only getting 19% of bets in a primetime heavily bet game. Now, dogs off to a good start this year, 18 and 12 against the spread, 60%. Divisional dogs, they're 8 and 4 ATS this season. They're 57% since 2020. Another divisional dog angle. And then another system that I have conference dogs getting six or less. They're 13 and 7 against the spread this year, and they are 59% ATS since 2019. So that's my angle here, guys. Again, it feels like a Jets play. Uh, very similar here. And it's what, what's funny is, you know, if you kind of stare at lines, you know, all day, every day, you go through multiple seasons, you've been doing it for many years at this point, you kind of have deja vu of, of remembering how lines open, how they move, and, and saying, oh, I saw the same exact thing, you know, from a previous game. Does it mean the same exact thing will happen and the outcome will be the same? Of course not. You know, the, obviously there's a lot of factors at play. It's unpredictable. This is sports betting. Uh, but reminds me a lot. Uh, of that again divisional matchup public was on bills jets were the buy low inflated value contrarian play same thing here public's all over new orleans yet the buy low inflated contrarian play divisional dog primetime dog is carolina so i'm going carolina baby let's go bryce young get your first win and cover i got carolina at plus three now i'm also looking at, uh toward this under a little bit it did fall 42 and a half uh down to 39 and a half but now i'm seeing it get back up to 40 so there's been, again, with both these games tonight, there were low totals that got hit a bunch to the under. Now they're ticking up a little bit on game day. But again, to me, it's an it's a primetime under or nothing. Uh, I didn't play this under. I'm just sticking with Carolina plus three. But you did see this total fall. 56% of bets are on the over, yet it dropped. So some reverse line movement on the under. And a lot of those same matches on the Steelers under match here. Divisional unders, um, 59% since 2022 outdoor divisional unders. 61% since 2021, primetime unders, 4-1, 61% since 2019. So, uh, again, do you think about maybe teasing up Carolina, you know, 3-9? to nine? Uh, I know you're only going through, like, one key number there, and you don't want to land on a number and have a push or have a teaser leg be a push or a loss. Um, you might might as well just wait out. See if you, can, if you like Carolina, um, I don't see this thing getting down to 2.5, so you might as well wait and see if you can get a hook on the 3.5 just because it's so lopsided toward New Orleans. Uh, but I'll be just taking Carolina here, guys, plus three. Again, wait it out. Try to get the hook if you can. If not, we're taking the three. But I got to go contrarian in a divisional dog primetime inflated line scenario. So let's go Carolina. Play well tonight, plus three. That about does it for the first half of the Market Insights pod, episode 904. But we got more to get to. I have two more bets for you tonight. We're not going to give up on MLB. Still got some baseball here. Uh, so I got two bets excited to share with some motivational uh, kind of variables or factors at play. And then also we're going to look ahead toward NFL week three. I'm seeing four games right now that I'm very tempted to put in right now because uh, again, sharp action. I don't want to miss some of these good numbers falling off hooks and key numbers. So anyway, don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong on a big Monday, two MLB bets for tonight, four NFL bets for this weekend. 
when we return on episode 904 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. With me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Getting back into the swing of things on a Monday after a pretty decent weekend, highlighted by a great Saturday going 4-2 and two in college. WVU, Florida, and, of course, JDM and UFC getting it done for the team. Uh, we started the pod talking Monday Night Football. Nice little doubleheader here tonight. I am on the Steelers. I got a 2.5. I'm looking at a plus 2 right now, although I do like the fact that it may be getting down to 1.5, so good, good uh, opportunity here uh, with Pittsburgh and late action in their favor. And also, I'm on Carolina. I got to take the plus three. It's so gross, so disgusting, only 19% bets. Uh, I'm hoping Carolina keeps this thing close. Uh, Now over to MLB. Again, don't abandon MLB. I've kind of dialed back my MLB bets a little bit just because I feel like it's been a little bit erratic here over the last month. Uh, But a couple of plays that really jumped out to me for today. The first one is the Philadelphia Phillies. Give me the Phils, guys. Shop around. I got the Phils at like minus 112. Uh, they're between like minus 110 and minus 115. So again, shop around, try to find the best number. But they're at Atlanta tonight. Atlanta, great team, obviously. But this one's pretty interesting because it's a big dog to fave line move in favor of Philly. This game actually opened Atlanta minus 120 at home. It's now flipped to Philly minus 110, minus 115 on the road. And what's notable is that the Phillies are only getting 36% of bets. So if the public's all over Atlanta, why is this line going to Philadelphia? Tells me smart money here is on the Phils. They're only getting 36% bets, but 47% of the money. So a really sharp low bets, higher dollar bet split. Now the pitching matchup tonight hopefully favors Philly. Zach Wheeler's on the bump for the Phils. He's 11-6 with a 3.70 ERA. He's actually been better on the road than at home. On the road, 3.26 
ERA, 4.25 at home. He's on the road here tonight at Atlanta. Now Atlanta's going with Kyle Wright, who had a great year last year, but this year he's been injured. Uh, he's 0-2, 7.48 ERA. And in his first start back from the injured list, he played the Phillies, pitched against the Phillies. It was a 7-5 loss. The Phillies beat him. He only went three innings and gave up six runs. So hopefully the bats of Philly continue to uh, get to right here tonight. But aside from this dog-to-fame line move, really sharp bet split, um, it's a motivational play for me because Atlanta, they have nothing to play for. They've already clinched their division. They've pretty much clinched the number one seed um, you know, throughout baseball here. Uh, they just got swept by Miami on the road, and Miami's a team that's fighting for a playoff spot, so it doesn't mean anything to Atlanta. It meant a lot to Miami. And that's kind of where I think you're looking at tonight. This means a lot to Philly. Philly is up. Uh, they currently hold the number one wild card spot. They're up three and a half games. Uh, over their opponents, but if is have you guys looked at the uh, NL wild card race? It's unbelievable. There's a ton of teams uh, that are still alive and fighting for a playoff spot. So with this game meaning a lot to Philly, and they're going dog to fave, and they're super contrarian, and hopefully Wheeler is going to pitch well and Wright will get lit up. This is a motivational play to back Philly in the dog to fave line move and bet against Atlanta, who again has nothing to play for, and maybe rest some guys. I know Acuna is a little bit banged up. Uh, so let's see if the Phils, who it means more to, can come through for the team. I'm on the Philly, Philadelphia Phillies. I got them at minus 112. Then one more motivational bet for you. This is the late game, seven uh, or sorry, 9.40 p.m. Eastern time. Seattle Mariners and the Oakland A's. Let's go Seattle, baby. Shop around. I got Seattle at minus 165. They're on the road at Oakland, as I mentioned. Uh, pitching matchup here tonight, you have Brian Wu going for Seattle. He's 3-4 with a 4.16 ERA. But in his last five starts, Seattle's 4-1 and one in those games. So he's been uh, pitching decent, getting some run support. So hopefully some confidence going into this one. Now J.P. Sears is going for Oakland. He's 5-11, 4.45 ERA. But to me, this isn't a really sharp play on Seattle, but it's a value play and it's a matchup play as well as a motivational play. So Seattle, you know, they open as low as minus 160. They're up to minus 165. I see some books closer to minus 170. They'd also be uh, a couple system matches here. Uh, road favorite off a loss who made the playoffs last season. That's 60% over the last two years. Um, also, you look at a correlative betting value play. This is Seattle minus 165 favorite uh, with a very low total of 7.5. So fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely to come from, quote-unquote, that better team. So Seattle would match that correlative betting value play. Also, uh, better bats hitting 244 for Seattle versus 224 for the A's. Better team ERA for Seattle, 3.74 versus 5.56. Then also Seattle, they've done well against lefties. They're 22 and 15 against lefties. Meanwhile, Oakland is 24 and 50 at home. They're 30 and 77 against righties. They've been obviously terrible all year. But a couple other factors here. Seattle is 9 and 1 head to head against Oakland. They've really raked against Oakland. And if you also look at Oakland against playoff teams from the previous season, they are terrible. They are 13-53. and 53. That is a 20% win rate. So flip it the other way. If you made the playoffs last year and you're playing the Oakland A's, those teams have gone 53-13, and 13, 80% this season. Uh, so Seattle would match with that system. Then also, Oakland is eliminated. They've long been eliminated. Seattle is one game back of the final wildcard spot. So they have motivation to play well here tonight. So I'm back in Seattle. Again, trying to get that wildcard spot motivated. Uh, hopefully uh, with their 9-1 record against Oakland, that continues and goes to 10-1. I got the Seattle Mariners at minus 165. Now looking toward NFL Week 3. Again, we got doubleheader here tonight, but pretty soon we'll be talking uh, the next week of NFL action. And there are a few games already that have caught my eye. So these are the ones I'm looking at right now. Um, I'm debating to put whether or not to put them in pretty soon. 
Obviously, a uh, reminder here, no Market Insights pod or Morning Bets pod on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Those are my days off because I work the weekends and I do the sweat. Thank you all for tuning into the sweat. Stream live on vcin.com and on Twitter every Saturday, Sunday morning. But anyway, uh, Minnesota Vikings. I'm looking at the Vikings, guys. They're at home against the Chargers. This game actually opened Chargers minus two, minus two and a half. Now it's flipped all the way to a pick em or minus one Minnesota. So Minnesota's taking in a lot of smart money. Uh, Minnesota is in a desperate spot. They're 0-2. They're winless. Um, they're also rested, having played Thursday night football, uh, whereas the Chargers played yesterday. So it's a rest-first-tired advantage. It's also a dog-to-fave line move. And right now, I know it's early, but 66% of bets are on the Chargers. So if Minnesota Vikings continue to be contrarian, only 33% of bets, dog-to-fave line move, uh, again, a winless desperation spot, and you have a rest advantage, I'm looking toward the Vikings, guys. This kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, maybe how that uh, that Falcons game uh, started to flip back the other way uh, in favor of the Falcons. So I'm looking at a money line right now. I'm going to kind of wait it out, uh, see where this thing moves moving forward. Also, Austin Eckler, is he going to play or not? You know, that could have an effect on the line a little bit, maybe move a half point here or there. Uh, but I'm liking the Vikings thus far. Looks like a really sharp early move toward Minnesota in a, desperate, in a desperation and rested angle spot. So I'm looking at the Vikings on the money line. Uh, also looking at the Tennessee Titans. Titans are on the road at Cleveland. Obviously, Cleveland plays here tonight, so Titans have a rest-versus-tired advantage. But this game opened Cleveland listed as a 4.5-point home favorite. Now the line's down to 4. Some books are even down to 3.5. This line is moving toward Tennessee. So I'm probably going to be riding Tennessee once again here. I'm, I'm considering I do have a book that's still at 4, so I actually may put in Tennessee plus 4 right now because a lot of these books, again, are down to 3.5. Uh, but Tennessee would match a lot of systems here. Uh, Vrabel as a dog, 24 and 15 ATS. Actually, now 25 and 15 ATS. Uh, you also get Road Dogs. They're 8 and 3 ATS so far this season. Um, actually, might not be updated. Uh, but also, Short Road Dogs 6 or less have been great. Conference Dogs 6 or less. Dogs 3.5 or more both missed the postseason. Take the dog. That's 56% ATS. And again, that rest first tire with Cleveland on a short week. And also, again, those AFC North games, those are battles. They usually beat each other up quite a bit. Cleveland might be a little sore after this one. And you got Tennessee rested, ready to go. So I'm looking at maybe putting in the Titans right now at plus four. Because, again, a lot of these lines are down to three. Uh, three and a half, I should say. And then also uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Falcons look pretty sharp. If you like Tennessee, you probably like Atlanta. Atlanta's on the road at, De at Detroit. Detroit opened as high as a four and a half or even a five point. Maybe even a five and a half point home favorite. Now the sign's down to three and a half, so a massive adjustment immediately toward Atlanta. Tells me a lot of Falcons money came in quick uh, off that opener. Uh, Road Dogs, again, system match. Road Dogs, six or less. Uh, dogs in general, all matching in favor of Atlanta here. So I'm looking at Atlanta, plus three and a half. And then uh, a week from tonight, Philly plays Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay looks pretty sharp, guys. The, the Tampa Bay um, uh, Bucks at home. Philly actually opened minus six and a half on the road. Now the game's down to, to six. I even saw some minus seven openers for Philly. It's down to six. So this line is moving away from Philly toward Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is only getting 16% of bets. Everybody and their mother is on Philly. Uh, yet Tampa Bay with Baker Mayfield uh, has some good, sharp, early contrarian line movement. Uh, also, they're going to be a prime. Or actually, we have another doubleheader. Nice. Doubleheader. Uh, Philly, Tampa Bay, Rams, and Cincinnati. I wonder how many. Is that just these two weeks? Or are they doing that every week? I don't know. I just noticed that. Uh, but that's going to be your early game, your 7-15 game. But, again, quick, immediate adjustment 
toward Tampa Bay. I'm considering putting Tampa in right now at plus six. They're juiced up like it may get down to five and a half. And again, six is a key number. So Tampa plus six, Falcons plus three and a half, Titans, uh, if you can find that four, and then also the Minnesota Vikings on the money line. Those are my early bets for this uh, upcoming week in the NFL week three. But don't worry, we'll be discussing this throughout the week. Again, I don't, I'm off the next couple of days, so on Thursday we'll talk Thursday night football. That's Giants San Fran. Uh, kind of looks like an obvious San Fran play. They opened minus nine and a half. They're up to ten and a half. That uh, total ticked up 43 and a half up to five and a half. I don't really have much on Giants San Fran as of right now. Give that a few days here. I assume the Giants will be a very contrarian play in that one. Uh, but again, I'll see you guys back on Thursday and we'll update all these numbers. But I'm thinking about putting in these plays already. Minnesota, Tennessee, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay. But that about does it. For today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 904, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights Pod or the Morning Bets Pod or the Sharp Reports that I write or my appearances at VEASAN or my approach to sports betting, have I hopefully taught you a thing or two about a thing or two when it comes to looking at line movement, betting percentages, system matches, dog-to-fave line moves, money lining short favorites, all the little things we talk about, avoiding parlays, flat betting, uh, again, betting to risk versus betting to win. If any of that has helped you along in your sports betting journey to become a sharper better, to become a more successful better, to become more confident. And again, you got the Pats plus three. They get closed at one and a half and they lose. What a terrible bet you made. No, you made a great bet. You beat the closing line. You did your part. My Patriots just stink nowadays and uh, didn't come through for us. But again, uh, has the pods or the appearances helped you at all in your journey? If so, let me ask you a favor. If you got 20 bucks lying around, go search the, uh, the sofa cushions. Go to Amazon.com. Go buy my book. Support the team. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It will mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the uh, sports betting industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So grab one. It would mean a lot to me, guys. If you've already bought one, seriously, thank you so much. I'll buy you a beer. I'll sign it for you and buy you a beer at the Sportsbook next time we hang out. But that about does it uh, for today's pod. Uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking hailing records every day in the great state of New York or in my neck of the woods at the Encore, Plain Ridge Park Casino, MGM Springfield, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point or, of course, Stadium Swim. Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, wherever it may be. You're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me some decent tickets over the weekend, guys. Show me a WVU, Take Me Home Country Roads ticket, Florida Gators, Ohio, Mizzou, JDM, our boy in UFC, biting with a huge hit. How about the Atlanta Falcons on the money line, Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans, Whatever you do, just don't show me that Patriots ticket. I am so down on my team right now. Belichick continues to uh, to just just upset me and, and piss me off every single week. Uh, but anyway, what are you going to do? I guess after 20 years of a dynasty, I'm due for uh, maybe, maybe a lifetime of misery here as a Pats fan. But anyway, guys, have a great day. Good luck. Enjoy the sweats tonight. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not, but we are playing a long game, and if we can consistently bet that sweet spot, games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. 
So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Monday night. Uh, and reminder, uh, I'm not dead. I didn't get fired. I'm just off Tuesdays and Wednesdays now. You would be amazed how many tweets and DMs I, I got. I appreciate it. Uh, but Tuesday, Wednesdays, those are just my new days off. I'm okay. Everything's fine. I'll just be back on, on Thursdays, guys, because remember, I'm working uh, the weekends now with the uh, DraftKings show, The Sweat. So I'll see you guys back on Thursday. I will be tonight, 8 o'clock, on Primetime Bets with Tim Murray and Sean King. Uh, but I wish you the best of luck. See you in a couple days, guys. Let's get some dogs to bark on Monday Night Football. Good luck, everyone. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.